0: Hello and welcome to LawPod. My name is Rasha Bielan and I'm a third year law student here at Queen's. I am the host for this QUB LawPod session. I am the current social media assistant for the School of Law.
1: So hi everyone. Uh, My name is Chu. I'm originally from Malaysia. I just finished my law undergraduate degree at Queen's and I'm going to Cambridge this October for my uh, master's in corporate law.
0: So uh, Chu, how does it feel to have graduated from Queen's?
1: It feels really different, like probably not what I expected since when I started first year because of obviously pandemic and it's very different, um, a very different graduation ceremony than what I expected. But all in all, I am really happy. I think I'm really glad that I finished my undergraduate degree over here and it had really been an amazing three years experience um, studying here at Queen's and definitely be one of my most memorable experience as well.
0: What has been your most rewarding or what's been your, most, your best experience here at Queen's?
1: I think this is quite a tough question because there are quite a few, I would say, quite a few really nice experiences. Obviously, I think during my, um, so throughout my three years, I think during my first year, the highlights would be uh, I managed to take part in the city scholarship program at the law school. So we a few of us actually went to London for a week internship at Columbia big law firms in London, city law firms, and I also managed to um, get on a legal internship at Herbert Smithfields here in Belfast, so it's the highlights would be legal work experience and really trying to have have a view on those kind of practical sides of the law instead of just studying in the university, but then during my second year and my third year, it's more on because COVID hits as well, so it's more on Besides studying, I actually took part in a few mooting competitions with the law school. And then um, David Professor David Kepper. Dr. David Kepper had been really um, good. He kind of coached us um, throughout the mooting competitions. And then eventually I managed to kind of work for, uh, created and founded the welfare task force for Malaysian students abroad, and then leading the uh, Malaysian Society of Northern Ireland just to kind of support students during COVID. And then eventually ended my, my undergraduate degree um, with my dissertation project so it's just a lot of highlights I think it's so sorry that it's not like a one word uh, answer but uh, yeah it's just so many interesting things that I managed to experience uh, with the support from the law school
0: So you mentioned um setting up the task force for Malaysian students studying abroad um, what was it that inspired you to go about this?
1: I think it's ever since the pandemic like the outbreak of the pandemic Um, I just realized that as international students sometimes we are quite impacted like we can't really go back home at that time travel is quite difficult but at the same time while we are over here we don't really have the family support and we are kind of on our own in that sense and even though there are a lot of support from the university from embassies and everything we just thought that, uh, that there should be also like a peer-to-peer kind of support where students can just support each other because we know what we are actually facing as international students ourselves then we created those kind of networks just to connect each other and to support each other throughout the lockdown. So, so that's what really inspired me to kind of create the network and platform to ensure that students are stay connected during the pandemic. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, I'm sure, that was so helpful to so many people. So, during your time at Queen's, you've done a lot of extracurricular activities um, and also successfully achieved a first. I'm just wondering, how did you? Use- manage to balance all these different endeavors and then still complete your studies and do so well?
1: I, I think, oh, thank you so much for your kind words. I think for, for myself, what really works is um to prioritize my workload. So obviously, I always reminded myself that, and my parents as well, they always reminded me like studying is always my first priority. So whenever I have other like part-time jobs and volunteering work, I just make sure that I clearly know when is the deadline of all my other assignments and all my the deadlines for my, my exams so that I kind of prioritize so I do have a calendar I usually use the Outlook calendar just it's quite easy for me and then I will prioritize which work to do first and for example if it's a busy period um, for my exams and studies I will actually state, say no to other endeavors so for example I will very honestly inform like people who are actually working with me in a volunteering basis, you'll tell them that oh maybe this period I will not be able to work that often and then so just to kind of manage everyone's expectation and then be really frank on my own priorities that really help on how I manage my time. And I always make sure that I have time to rest as well. So during the weekends or even during like late hours, I just make sure I book out those times so that I can use it for my own studies or just have time to kind of be with friends and family and just to make sure that I have my own rest as well so yeah
0: so what advice would you give to a law student just starting out their degree if they want to do a lot of extracurricular activities as well as their university work
1: I, I think especially for now what I really tell them is that follow their own pace I think especially in a law degree or maybe in a law school it's sometimes quite competitive and you will see your peers, like some people may be quite prepared. They have been doing a lot of open days and some have quite a clear idea of what they would like to do in the future, but not everyone is at that pace. So I just think that especially now with COVID and then and you, you, there's just so many things that you need to take care of as well in life. So the most important thing I think is to follow your own pace. Um, Understand what you really like or what kind of lifestyle that you would enjoy. And then at the same time, be really open and try to explore as many opportunities as possible. I think that will still apply, but at the same time, just make sure that you don't burn yourself out because I just witnessed so many examples of like um, people trying to explore as many things as possible, but eventually lose sight of their own mental health, lose sight of um, what they are really interested in and they just got really, really lost. So follow your own pace, um, take your own time but at the same time, just be open to opportunities. And then I think eventually you will enjoy your whole experience. Because like really like studying in a law school, three years, it's not really a long time, but at the same time, it's enough time for you to experience so many different things and get that university life experience. So um, try not to let anything kind of stop you from fully experiencing and enjoying your time here. At
0: yeah, absolutely. So now that you are graduated, where where do you see yourself? What do you see yourself doing in terms of your career path now?
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people ask me that question, and to be honest, I told them that I'm not sure yet. Cause for me, for me, the idea of like a my my career plans changed so drastically every year. Um, during my first and second year, obviously, I tried applying to vacation schemes, training contracts, just because I met so many of those employers during um open days or or law fairs. But then during my third year, I got quite involved in international law and the international work with the international legal projects and with the UN and everything. And I got interested in that area. But at the same time, now I'm going to do a master's in corporate law. So so the, the short answer is I'm not too sure which career or what role that I will play in the future, but definitely for me now at, at this stage, I am trying to keep my options open. I wouldn't mind... Um, qualifying like either as solicitor or barrister, but at the same time I'm also keeping my options open considering um careers such as being a consultant or even working in startups or kind of social entrepreneurial um role. So so I'm still quite open in that area. But um a huge deciding deciding factor is that whether I can see value in the work that I am doing and in the time that I'm spending um in the future after I graduate. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's uh, one of the good things about a law degree is that there are just so many opportunities and so many different paths that you can you can take. I'm kind of the same way as you are. I don't quite know what I want to do, but um, almost because there there are so many options, there are so many different areas to explore. Yeah, I think um, it's definitely good to try out a couple of different things, like but as you said, do vacation schemes and and then also. Um, you know, maybe talk to employers and, and see what they have to say because you probably end up somewhere you never expected to. That, that, that's yeah.
1: actually one thing. So I think what works for me um, a lot during my that three years is that I try experiencing like different work experience in different industries. So not only just doing like legal internships, I try um, writing like blogs. Um, I try helping out in like, like law firms, marketing aspects, digital marketing um, I tried volunteering, and I think just being able to, like what you say, explore different areas as well. Because what I realize is sometimes, if in the future when we get into a proper graduate role or in a full time job, it's it's maybe quite hard for you to experience other industries anymore. But during university's time, you just have that flexibility um, to do internships, to do work experience, to do part time jobs, and just appreciate those that are time to kind of explore different areas. And I think that really helps before I can make like an informed decision, because if I experienced that industry, for example, I did a legal internship, I roughly would have a better idea on what to expect if I eventually get into a graduate role in that area. So having that kind of work experience will be really crucial for you if you would like to make an informed decision in the future.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I know it's definitely good to explore all the different different options that there are there for students studying law because there just are so many and you'll probably end as I said you will probably end up somewhere you never thought you would in an area you never thought you'd um enjoy uh I know that's definitely been the way it Has been for for me anyway. I never, uh, I was working with Herbert Smith Hills as their campus ambassador, and I never thought that I'd be interested in corporate law and now company law, and uh, and now I think it might be something that I'd like. But yes, you always end up somewhere you, you never you never think you will, and um, which is definitely a good thing about about the degree. So, um, did you find it to be more challenging finishing your degree uh, during the time of COVID, or did you actually like the online aspect of things?
1: I think obviously there's always uh, pros and cons of both like learning and teaching kind of style. But for me, I, I'm i grateful that the university do adapt really quickly ever since the pandemic last year. So we do have our exams and everything well sorted and well arranged for our online exams. And we do get the support, like relevant support available, so not only just a lecture tutorials, but we also get to schedule um appointments with our personal tutor and our lecturers really easily through Microsoft Teams. So that's something that I'm really grateful of, and I think eventually I I quite enjoy being able to kind of rewatch um lecture recordings. Obviously, I do miss in person tutorials, but in terms of the lectures, I think those are really helpful because sometimes you know in the past in person lectures, if you miss out the notes um, then you miss it out, oh, and you just need to kind of check with your friends again and see if they got the notes and everything. But then since it's all pre-recorded or even you can access the recordings and do when I'm re- revising for my exams or when I'm writing on my assi- assignments, it's really useful for me as well. So I just think that um, a hybrid version of it could be applied in the future. And then I just do think that it's always, there's always pros and cons for both um, learning experience
0: yeah definitely um i I feel the same way in terms of um that blended sort of approach is is actually i think is actually really good, as you said, yeah, when you're in a lecture theater and it's only one chance to get the information, it can be a little bit stressful sometimes, but um then the having the opportunity to be able to actually watch the lectures back, I find really helpful myself anyway, so if you're ever stuck on something, you can just rewatch and <laughs> find out what what the answer is
1: yeah also, I think I think in the lecture sometimes in, in the past in-person lectures um we are because we are quite stressed on like taking down notes and everything, you don't really enjoy the session that much but when it comes to like recording or sometimes we do have like live lectures like because you know that you can always access your notes afterwards, I find that for myself, I really do get um I really enjoy the whole process much more better and then I get really engaged I can think on like ideas and debates and everything. So I get more time. So it's less stressful. I don't need to focus on like the notes part of things, but really on the knowledge and the lecture content itself. So, yeah.
0: So you were um, a recipient of the Diana Award. How does it feel to have won that award?
1: I, I felt really privileged, obviously, and then really grateful. I think yeah, without without the nominations One Yang World, without the support from... My family members, or even, uh, within my organization, every volunteers they've been working. Like, I actually would like to dedicate like this dedicate this award to them. And, and and yeah, to me personally, besides feeling grateful and happy, I think there's always an additional feeling of it, which is like a responsibility. Like, being given this award now, I, I would really need to kind of I hopefully hopefully I can leverage on this award to encourage more young people to be to be active in social actions but for myself as well it's like a motivation and it's kind of like just pushes me to work even harder sometimes just to live up to the name of Princess Diana and like the, the whole cohort of other recipients but yeah I'm just really grateful to be able to get a lot
0: and you've also um, been named the 2021 Allstate NI Queen Student of the Year uh, that's an amazing amazing achievement so I guess I'm just wondering what would you say to um, other law students who are hoping to get to where you are, if you have any uh, tips <laughs> for them?
1: I I think really the, if I would say the tips is probably, um, be, probably be like belief in yourself. Like it's, it's a bit cringy, but I think just to know that, I think a lot of people may, may think that, oh, I'm just doing an undergraduate degree. I'm just doing a law school. I'm just like a law student, and then maybe I wouldn't have the capability, the capacity to to create like positive impact towards my own local community. But I think doing good and being active in the local community, you don't need to be like a hero. You don't need to be do like a lot of amazing stuff. Like, like genuinely, if for example, if you are probably volunteer doing a part time in like local soup kitchen, or if you know, sometimes have time and you're interested in helping out you can also participate in like volunteer SUs they have a handy helpers program and everything I just thought that there's just so many like limitless potential for students to take part in a lot of extracurricular activities and take part in social actions and it's also a very good opportunity for law students to really apply what we learn at, at university so you know we learn a lot of like human rights we learn about justice access to justice we learn about um, what's right and what's wrong and then Being able to apply, being active in social action—that's that's that's something that you will see the law in action. You will see what we are learning at the moment how it really makes sense in a real life context, and sometimes how it's so complex that it doesn't really apply that directly. So I would just say, like, go ahead and just explore whatever you are interested in. Um, don't need to compare. So if this is not something for you, then it's perfectly fine. Everyone have their own interests in life, but but if you have the time. You have the capacity. Just try to explore and don't let don't let anything demotivate you or stop you from trying new things and be a better self. So <laughs> no, that's that's something that I would say.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's really good advice. Um, so you've done a lot of, as you said, i have done a lot of extracurricular activities and um, engaged with a lot of different op- opportunities and experiences during your time at Queens. Um how did you go about actually finding these opportunities and, you know, applying for them or, or uh, engaging in them? So I think sometimes um, a lot of students hear about other, what other students have done and go, I would have done that if I if I'd heard about it. Like, so I was wondering, how did you actually find these opportunities?
1: I think there are a lot of like different sources, but first and foremost, it's obviously I got a lot of support from Queens. Um, one of the key main supports for example in terms of career during my first year is the my future so obviously every student can access to my future and then we can always apply to jobs over there so the my future platform helped me a lot and then we do have like a career consultant as well that we can engage with so i remember when i'm when, when it's my first year being an international student i don't even know like how to apply what's the career like what's the whole industry like in the uk so I scheduled an appointment with my career consultant at Queen's. Then we talked about our options and how I can apply. And she also helped, helped me to prepare for my interview. So I got a lot of support from there. And my personal tutor also helped me a lot, especially um, for me, is Professor Gordon Anthony. Like He's my personal tutor and, and throughout my three years at Queen's, to be honest, he's yeah, been like there to support me. I think you probably can't get an answer directly from them, but you can always discuss your options and then get to know more about how you can really apply or how you can really um, excel in terms of your legal studies and your extracurricular activities. Then throughout my second and third year, I think I'm also actively looking out through LinkedIn. LinkedIn really helped me a lot because sometimes recruiters post their um, work opportunities there. Uh, but even sometimes LinkedIn, they, those companies really do uh, post out the, those vacancies online and then you can even connect with um, recruiters. And then who knows, like, because once we get that connection, eventually when there's any opportunities, they will also get in touch with us. So that's also something that really helped me a lot. Then obviously the third thing would be attending like general law fairs, um, just keeping an eye on social medias and just, especially on those particular firms or industries that I'm really interested in. I will always keep an eye and check on them because sometimes they have vacancies, but they don't have a very long application period. So if you don't check up on them from time to time, you may miss out that that deadline, and then you will need to wait for another cycle or wait for new openings, which which will take some time. So those are the few steps and avenues that really help me a lot, and hopefully other students can also make full use of that.
0: Yeah, d- definitely. Yeah, that's again some really really good advice. I feel like um, yeah, there are lots of sources for which you can find your you know opportunities to engage with employers or. To engage with um you know completing an award or, or like certification or anything like that. There's definitely a lot of a lot of different opportunities and ways to to go about that.
1: I remember the law school recently also like um had a partnership with 4-H or something. So basically, students can also access the lot of virtual internship, free virtual internship experiences as well. I personally um completed a few in the past during my second year and my first year. So I would really recommend students um. So, while you apply for other maybe um, jobs or internships around, you can also enroll yourself on 4 H and on some of those virtual internship experiences. It just gets you just get a good flavor of like what to expect in that industry. But those skills that you have acquired, you can also use them during your interviews or when you're applying to other law firms as well. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's one thing about COVID that's been quite positive. <laughs> the fact that we can do a lot of things online. I remember applying to, those sorts of internships in, that would have been in, say, London or, or somewhere like that, and you'd have to actually travel over, whereas now you can just do it from home and it's actually a lot more accessible, I think, um, a lot of, the, yeah, so definitely what's one positive anyway from from the pandemic is a shift to online, online learning and online, um, you know, opportunities actually isn't such a bad thing at all, yeah, definitely more accessible, yeah. So you're going to Cambridge um in in September, is that right? Well,
1: yes, yes, I'll be moving there. Then we are going to start our yeah. courses well, at in October. Yeah.
0: Oh, very good. Um, what, what will be what will you be studying there?
1: So it's a master's in corporate law. Um, I remember I have a few modules, but I can't get them on my mind at the moment. But it's basically quite um practical. We do have modules such as like studying the law firm as a business. We do have like an ongoing deals course for the whole year as well, um, being taught by practitioners, lawyers as well. So yeah, I think it, it will be quite an interactive um, course and it's quite focused in different modules relating to corporate law.
0: Yeah, so it's very interesting. Did you um ever expect that you'd end up there or do, studying what you'll be studying or was it just uh, something you came across during your degree like this inter- interest in, in corporate we, law?
1: Um, to be honest, it's not something that I would expect in the past. Um, but then, but then, because during my first and second year, I got some uh, internship opportunities in in like law firms such as Herbert Smith Hills in Belfast and Baker McKenzie in London, and then I was the brand ambassador for Linklater. So I just got some exposure alongside corporate law. And then uh on online on LinkedIn, so there's this um student, so he his his name is like Gordon Chung. So he did share his own experience studying the MCL program and then eventually qualifying. So I just thought, hmm, that's that's like that sounds like a really interesting course because uh, our whole cohort is only twenty five of us from around the world. So it's like a really small and interactive cohort. And all the modules are all really practical, so I just thought that that's something that I will really enjoy doing and studying and then also like one one part of my work for the past few years is that I've been quite actively involved in um modern slavery research as well as uh, pro bono pro bono work, understanding how like major law firms or corporates have the capacity and the potential to really Bring back, like, or to contribute back to the community of society that they are based at. So I just thought that, mm, if I eventually qualify in the fields of corporate law, I can even hopefully leverage the resources of corporates and companies to kind of contribute back to CSR related initiatives or pro bono related initiatives.
0: So um, obviously now you've uh, you've achieved your first, and you're going to Cambridge, and um, you know, I guess a lot of students would probably think, oh, that's amazing, you know, so amazing. Uh, you've You've got to this this point, but um, was there ever any times during your degree that you you really struggled or you maybe questioned your abilities?
1: Yes, I think there's there's tons of, discussed moments. Like like I think a lot of times people really um overemphasize on especially you see sometimes on LinkedIn like there's always um the idea of only publishing, uh things when we are successful, but but really the whole process it's a journey and then it, I I've learned a lot especially for my failure so one thing would be rejections um, for someone for for me for other law students who have actually tried applying to jobs you will know like rejections are quite a norm and then so that's something that you really need to learn for myself to be honest like during my second year and third year I applied to 20 plus or 30 plus law firms or work opportunities maybe I got one or two back but most of them are rejections so that's something where you start to really doubt yourself, like am I the right fit? Is law right for me? And then obviously um, throughout my studies, especially during my first year, it's like you know the whole transition, especially coming from Malaysia, like the education system will be quite different. But also like studying from in a college and studying at a university, everything is really different. So the idea of you need to critically, critically crit- and critically analyze um, articles. You need to critically write your assignments or exams. It's just something that that would be a bit hard to grasp at first. So sometimes when I get my results, I do get bad results at first, like not, not the best results. And then in, sometimes it will hit you, like you would just think that, oh, it's the law degree really for me? Am I really capable in that? But, but I think instead of getting stuck in that whirlpool, what really helped me a lot is that I stopped going, dwelling in the negative side of things, but try to see how I can improve um, every time failure, came into my life so for example when i got like really not like not some not a good results for my exams what i would do is usually i will seek feedback from my lecturers and my personal tutor and then try to improve and i tend to just compare with myself i just make sure that okay if i'm getting these grades now and then try to just improve a little bit more next time even for my job applications as well i try to get as many feedbacks as possible and then just to try improving every time so I think failures and rejections are always the norm but just make sure that you don't let all these kind of pull you down but instead just keep on doing what you have been doing and then just try your very best.
0: Yeah definitely I think it's really important that students know that failing and maybe not getting jobs or getting rejected from jobs is really normal and you know success isn't always a straight path or what you expect it to be but um yeah, definitely. I think you're, you're 100% with having to try and keep yourself motivated and not always dwelling on the negative, so thinking about the positive and even when you maybe don't get a job, asking for feedback so you know how you can build on it for the next time. I think it's definitely, definitely very important.
1: Oh, so, you know something? So something that I always, like my parents always tell me and then we always joke around is that I'm really grateful for those rejections and failures because I think they really help keep me grounded. I just thought that if for example, during my first year, um everything has went by really smoothly and then I got everything that I need right at the first time. I just thought that I wouldn't be as grounded as myself now and then I would ha- I would have missed out so many other different like learning opportunities. And and yeah, so I just thought that sometimes when you know you get failures, you always will get something out of it as well. So just try to look on the bright side as well. So like for myself uh, when applying for internships a lot re- didn't really work out what I did is I applied for some volunteering opportunities I tried to volunteer my help and then I tried to even support some like marketing aspects of um, the kind of law with legal recruitment firms and everything just to keep myself within the industry but sometimes you can still be a bit flexible and then try to keep your options a bit open so that Just in case, you know, if you don't really get the job that you want now, you at least have some plan B and plan C.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think um, availing of the opportunities at Queen's, even like talk to a careers consultant or um, get advice on your CV or interview tips, things like that are definitely really helpful. I think students should take opportunities that they, all the opportunities that they have and and, uh, avail of those opportunities so that they, you know, maybe can get advice from lots of different sources. I like think that's definitely uh, important as well.
1: Oh, I think also like, I think one thing I would recommend like to future students. So for example, if if you're listening to this and then you, you manage to get uh, maybe a job or internship or even a training contract, at, at, for example, then feel free to also kind of be open and share your experience with your juniors as well. I think this is always like a, like a, like a peer-to-peer support, like, we are always, everyone have been there. And then if, for example, you got successful in the future and then always to make sure that you try to kind of support and give back. I think students like myself really learn so much um, from mentors and then from alumni. I remember during my year, the AHSS faculty, they did the first time, they paired us out with a previous alumni who is, so I paired out with a previous um, law school alumni who is currently a barrister. At in Northern Ireland, and then I learned so much from him, um, just based on from his experience. So I just really would encourage anyone to do so as well in the future.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I know you're on LinkedIn. How did do, do you have any tips for students for setting up their profile and um sort of writing a bit about themselves or how to sort of promote themselves, I guess, on it? And if mm-hmm. you have any tips for for students,
1: I think I think there are always a lot of like you know different people or even different LinkedIn gurus they will have different ideas of how you can use LinkedIn so for me personally what I would recommend is that um take LinkedIn as a place um if you do LinkedIn or if you kind of set up your own profile just for the idea of that you think you will get a job there then that would be a bit unrealistic because a lot of law firms or a companies you will still need to apply through the proper portal or through their own assessment centers but LinkedIn is always a good place for you to stay connected with your own peers and also with leaders within your industry, that the industries that you are quite interested in. And you can always keep yourself updated to the recent developments of the industry. So what I recommend students to do is obviously to set up your own profile. Uh, make sure you, for me, LinkedIn is like a diary for me. So whenever I've, I did something, I was always just update my LinkedIn so that in the future, I remember what I've done, and if I need to create a CV, I can always refer back to my own LinkedIn profile because you can include unlimited things on LinkedIn. Then you can always put in your skills. You just fill up those relevant set parts that you can put in, in your profile, and then have a professional headshot. So that's quite important as well because um, that's your first impression to people. Then, yeah, and then start connecting maybe with... Um, like-minded people or um students your peers you just stay connected so for example if you finish an internship or if you went to a, like a law firm networking event then if it's possible you can get their link in but sometimes nowadays people don't actually use business cards that much so you can always get their LinkedIn, in and then you can just keep in touch so for example in the future if you are thinking to apply to their firms you can always give them a wee message just to say oh hi uh, i would like to apply to this can you write me a bit, any advice and of course you can always um, check for example if I, I would like to apply to Herbert's with Free Hills, I can always check if there's any Queens alumni who is actually working there already and then you can always also connect with them and then just message them um, from my own personal experience Queens alumni they're all really friendly people and then they are more than happy to help so you can do that and then once you kind of build up your own momentum LinkedIn is also a good platform for you to also kind of contribute back and then provide support to other students as well so for myself for the past two weeks i've been providing like free cv checks um cover letters or even just a quick chat on like how to apply to universities and, and legal careers to like students so that's how in my own very small little way i kind of contribute back to the student community so in the future students can also use linkedin as that as well so it's a more it's a more kind of holistic, it's more genuine way to use that and just be honest just be honest on LinkedIn you don't need to brag and then be sincere that would be great
0: yeah it seems like a, it's a good way to I guess stay connected uh, virtually with with people who are as you said like-minded but yeah no see it's, it's a good way to to network I think um, I might just ask one more one more question maybe to, to wrap up so how would you recommend uh, Queens as a place to study um for international students especially the law degree
1: um. Yes, definitely. I think for international students um studying here at Queens, there's a lot of benefits. Uh, most importantly for us is that um the lower cost of living and the lower tuition fees. That's something that really helps. But at the same time, they have their own campus. They have a lot of facilities. But at the same time, they are situated a, quite closely to the city. So you get that student experience. Um, not you get that campus experience, but also it's quite easy to kind of mingle around with your friends in the city. So that's something that I really recommend. I really personally enjoy. And the last thing that I think really differentiates Queen's with other universities is that Queen's is more like a community, I would say. Like um, it's quite easy to connect with um lecturers and then quite easy to connect with your friends and fellow staffs at Queen's. So it's like a close-knit community. I think in other, I'm not so sure in other universities, but sometimes it's a bit difficult for that to happen. but for me personally, I just met so many like really good lecturers, and some of them even became life lifelong, lifelong friends with me. So, I think Queens would definitely be some a place that I would recommend international students to apply to. And if anyone have any questions uh, in applying or coming over to Queens, feel free to always get in touch. And I know the university has a lot of like support systems, and the law school itself they're all really kind of. Well, they really welcome international students. I had a quick chat with um, Professor Merak recently, the interim head school of law. And then he kind of, I think, throughout, throughout our conversation, I really can feel how the school of law and how the university really appreciate and kind of treasures international students to be part of the whole Queen's community. So so yeah, I think you will definitely enjoy your whole experience if you study here um, during your undergraduate or postgraduate.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um yes, no, it's been it's been great chatting to you and uh, hearing about your time here at Queens. Um, I'd say it'll definitely motivate a lot of people <laughs> um especially hearing about the awards that you've won and the um all the extracurricular activities that you've engaged with. Um mm, I know thank I you. I certainly uh, found it very very interesting to 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 listen to you. Oh, thank um, you so much. Yeah.